Hey everybody, this is Hunter Williams. Today is going to be episode 60 of the NeuroEdge podcast. If you're listening to this, thank you so much today for tuning in. I know your time is your most valuable asset, so I really appreciate it. The name of today's episode is 13 Reasons Everyone Should Perform Squats. And I am a huge fan of squatting, and yes, I'm talking about squatting at the gym, performing squats as an exercise. It's definitely one of my favorite lifts, so I'm a little biased. I know some people hate it because it causes knee pain or things like that, but I think it is truly in the Parthenon of working out, and if you look at different methods of workouts, you cannot go wrong with performing squats. It's one of the most important exercises that you can do just for your overall health in terms of the hormone release that you get and everything. And this episode, I'm going to break down all of the different benefits just from an aesthetic standpoint to a physical standpoint to a mental standpoint and then also a hormone standpoint as well. So I think squats, again, are one of the most important things that you can do. And I want to take some time today, just go over all of the benefits that you get from doing them. And the great thing about squats is you can kind of adjust them to whatever your body needs. So there's different methods of squats. You can use different types of weights. You don't have to use any weight at all. So you can benefit from it regardless if you're the most advanced power lifter on the planet or you're just someone that is looking to optimize your health, your fitness, and your overall performance. So before I jump on into everything, I just want to say again, thank you for tuning in. If you like the content, if this resonates with you in any way whatsoever, don't hesitate to leave some feedback, reach out to me, and then also join the Facebook group that I have linked in the description below, whether you're listening on the podcast or on YouTube or wherever else I have posted this on Instagram, all that good stuff. So it really helps get the message out for people, helps them kind of pick up the similar wavelength that we're all on in terms of the self-improvement, health improvement, all that good stuff. So Again, my, my mission with this is get to get a message out about performing better, living a healthier life, which is going to lead to progress in all the other areas of your life and help you progress and make gains everywhere, not just in the gym. So let's jump on into it, squats. So what is squatting? And before, I'm not going to necessarily break down the mechanics of squatting in this podcast. If you want to learn the proper mechanics down to an exact science, I highly recommend checking out a guy named Ben Pakulski on YouTube. He is a former bodybuilder and I listen to his podcast all the time. He is one of the top people in the fitness and health industry, but especially from a scientific standpoint, he really breaks down the mechanics of the squat. So he's got a few episodes on his YouTube channel where you can go there, check down the science of a squat. And I'm not saying I'm perfect by any means. I do have a lot of experience performing squats for well over probably 12 or 13 years now. And I feel like my mechanics are pretty good, always looking to improve, but he's definitely got it down to a science. So if you're looking for the mechanics of how to perform a squat, again, I highly recommend checking out his channel but today what I want to talk about is how it can benefit us. And before I get into the explicit benefits, what I want to talk about is how squatting can be for everyone. So again, I mentioned this at the beginning. If you are an elite power lifter, obviously squatting is probably a heavy part of your routine. I think though it is taken for granted how many people think that squatting is something that is made for meatheads or they don't need to do it. Particularly, and I'm not saying this in a critical way, but a lot of women don't think it is necessary or part of their routine, and that couldn't be further from the truth. And if you're a man, obviously, it should definitely be a part of 
your fitness routine. And it doesn't have to be to the point where you are harming yourself or you're injuring yourself. And I think that's where a lot of people go wrong is they may push it a little too much and then they end up hurting their back, hurting their knees, hurting some sort of joint or bone or area of their body that causes them not to want to do it anymore. And they go back to doing things that are more machine based or running or things like that, which are not bad by any means, but this squatting, and particularly if you're performing a back squat or a front squat, which can be argued that it's even better than a back squat, but doing some sort of squat is a natural movement that is built into our DNA to be able to do. And the reason I say this is if you look at cultures that are a little bit more primitive in terms of their lifestyle, which I think we can all learn and stand to benefit something from, if you look at some of these cultures, when they perform bowel movements, they actually are able to squat all the way down. And people can do this well into their 70s and 80s in some of these cultures where they have the flexibility. Now, take the standard American culture, your standard westernized culture. How many people even past the age of 30 or 40 can actually perform a full squat mechanically properly and get down into a position where they're either at parallel or below parallel, which when I say parallel, I just mean that you're that your legs are parallel when you sit down with the ground. And then below parallel would be down below that where you're sitting kind of with your butt to your calves. But if you look at some of those cultures, I didn't necessarily do a bunch of research into this, but I think it's probably highly correlated with longevity, your ability to be able to squat down and get back up. It's been proven that your ability to get onto the ground and get back up, so go to the ground and get back up, is correlated with longevity. Well, squatting is a part of that movement of getting down and going back up. So not only are you, I'm not, again, this is not to say that you have to be squatting 300, 400 pounds, but performing the movement is going to help build bone density in a way that helps you preserve your longevity and helps your body stay mobile over time in order to be the healthiest version of yourself as we all age, as we get older and into different areas and phases of our life. So that being said, Again, it's critical that you maintain, regardless of whatever your age, the ability to squat. And the best way to do that is actually perform the, perform the squat. And if we look at different types of movement patterns and trainings, I think this is one of the most natural ones to human evolution. The way we have, even just for the last few thousand years, been active throughout the day, the ability to bend over in a proper manner without hurting your back, which would obviously be squatting, is something that, again, is going to help preserve your health for a long time to come. So not only that, but the fact that we, in our modern society, we've almost made everything so easy physically that we don't ever naturally get into a squatting position. So again, we don't do it when we have a bowel movement like a lot of primitive cultures are, or if you're working in an office job all day, you're not really moving up and down, up and down. And that's what I think is powerful about the squat is it's taking you up and down, up and down, and doing that is changing your body to where it's able to move, be more aware of itself through space as you go through space and understand how your body and in, how you're in control of your body. Because when you're going into squat, you have to have a, when you're going to a squat, you have to have full control over all your muscles, not only your lower body with your knees, calves, quads, hamstrings and everything, but also your upper body with your chest, your core and all that stuff and being able to have balance. So in terms of types of squats, Again, obviously a back squat is going to be really good, particularly for the hormone release. It's been likened, and I'll talk about this a little bit more and the benefits, but it's been likened that when you perform a back squat, it's almost like you're simulating the fact that your body 
is being attacked from a lion from behind, and obviously we don't want that, but you're simulating the same type of hormone release as if something were crushing on you from behind and you have to literally push that up off of you. And whether again, that's a lot of weight or it's just a little bit of weight or it's not even any weight at all, you're simulating that same thing that is built into our DNA where we're having to force something off of ourselves. We're stimulating our nervous system to have to work extra hard and over time, which is going to have numerous health benefits and cause hormesis in our body to be able to respond with anti-inflammatory hormones and all these different things. So when you're doing it, you're actually stimulating this. I'm gonna talk about that a little bit more. But as far as the types of squats, back squat good. Front squat is actually really good and mechanically the ability and whether you're doing with a bar and you're right here with, or with a kettlebell or something like that, mechanically it's actually probably easier on your joints than a back squat will be. Again, I fully believe if you're performing back squat properly with the proper technique and proper weight, it's 100% healthy. But front squats can actually be even a little bit more beneficial just because of the way that your body moves down. And if you think about it, for thousands of years, we are carrying things and we are bending over with things. So our body is meant to move in that position. And then you could even have different types of dumbbell squats where you put them on your side. You have an overhead squat where you put it over your head. You need to have a little bit more caution and technique when you're doing the overhead squat. Then you can even have air squats where you're performing it there. And I do wanna make a quick distinction before I jump into the benefits of performing a free squat, so where you're actually having to balance the weight versus using something like a Smith machine or a leg press machine or something like that, which are all good and definitely should be part of a healthy training regimen. However, when you actually have to balance the weight, there's something that's going on in your nervous system and I would have to find some more evidence to prove this, but this is my opinion, is that there's something going on in your nervous system where you have to balance that weight that is developing your muscular skeletal system in a way to be able to release these anti-inflammatory hormones, help your muscles progress, help keep your bones dense, and help keep your longevity. So again, not that those things are bad, but when you're performing a free squat, whether it's back squat, front squat, air squat, whatever it is, your body is having to adjust and balance in a way that it wouldn't necessarily have to do on a leg press. So without further ado, now that I've talked about just my opinions on squats, let's get into the benefits. So the first one, I'm gonna start with some vanity for you. It helps develop all the areas of your leg, particularly your glutes, your quads, your hamstrings, and your calves. So if you are someone and you see a lot of guys at the gym, you think, man, that guy skipped a leg day. Um, if you're someone that cares aesthetically about your body, it's gonna be really, really important to do squats. I don't think there's one single exercise, and again, not something that you can do on machines or by running or anything like that, that's going to help with your, help with your leg composition. And I have noticed this big time for me, particularly in the last few months as gyms have been closed, I am definitely not on the top of my squatting game as much as I would like to be. And I have noticed a difference in the composition of my legs for the worse. And I'm really, as hopefully gyms start to open back up, really trying to get back into squatting more and squatting more deliberately. But you wanna have strong legs, again, whether your goal is muscle building, fat loss, or longevity. You wanna make sure that your legs are strong, they're toned, and that they have power, because that's as important as having a fit upper body. But more importantly, not only for that, but for your brain health as well, because it's been proven that stronger legs have a correlation with 
higher cognitive performance, which is ultimately going to help other areas of your life. So it all kind of ties back in together. So again, whether your goal is to have rock hard glutes and have a really nice chiseled lower body, or it is just to live longer, or it's to lose weight, any of those things, squats are gonna be a huge thing, but particularly from the aesthetic standpoint of building those, keeping your legs strong, living a long, fulfilling, strong life and having strength over a lifetime. The next one, number two, and this might not be everybody, this is something that's important to me because again, this is, I think, important for athletic performance but also for longevity, is it increases vertical jump height. And that may seem counterintuitive at first, especially if you're anybody with a background in athletics, you would think how would squatting, especially squatting heavyweight, help me jump higher, but it actually is helping the muscles and helping the power that you're able to come down and use back up to force to help you raise your vertical, help you jump higher, and whether you just play basketball and you want to jump higher, you're an athlete, you're looking to have a higher vertical, or I think as far as longevity goes, that's going to be something that really helps you over time maintain your ability to have a intact, strong musculoskeletal system is the ability to jump high. And I uh, just had some notes here. Since we're strengthening all of the lower extremities, we're increasing, again, our ability to produce power. So it's all about power, and I think that's something that you really want to have um, just whatever your goals fitness-wise go um, is to have power. The next thing, this is huge. So number three is core strength. And a lot of people take this for granted that squatting actually really helps improve your core. It helps improve your ab definition, and it helps improve how strong your inner core is. And a lot of people think the only way to get a strong core is by doing hour-long planks or doing abs for 30 minutes on end. And that's actually not true. When you are performing a squat, you are having to tighten your core in a way that no crunch, no hanging leg raise, no anything can do it. And when you're doing that, you're developing it in a way, and I have definitely noticed this when I have been in periods where I'm really deliberate about squatting and periods when I'm not, is how much stronger my core is, how much improved my core is. So you're really having to tighten your abs there, and it's a way that you can't necessarily get it from just doing abs alone. I think everybody, most people would agree, even as much as we would like to, abs cannot be made solely by doing push-ups, it's gonna, or excuse me, solely by doing crunches. It's going to come from all the big compound lifts, like a squat, and then also making sure that you have a proper diet too. The next thing, number four, is it boosts confidence. So why do I think this is important? Well, confidence is everything, how you present yourself to the world. I really think when you squat, you, there's, Different, all types of different hormone releases and everything going on, but getting under the bar when you squat helps you and you complete that. You walk away from that workout or that lift thinking, okay, I did that. That was something that I did not want to do. And you carry yourself differently. And if you're an experienced lifter or you're an experienced person in fitness, you probably notice this of people that train a lot versus don't. There is something that relates into other areas of your life of having confidence to move forward and attack your goals in a way that I don't think you can necessarily without fitness. So that leads me into number five, which is it builds character and discipline. And I kind of sound like the guy from, I don't know if you've ever read the book Holes, but they used to say in that book that, uh, or it's a Disney movie too, that uh, building or digging the holes builds character and discipline. So whether that's true or not, probably, but I think there's something to squatting and building character and discipline, particularly because it's one of those lifts that you're under something, so you're under the bar 
whether it's a back squat or a front squat, and you're really having to get it. And most of the time, if you're going to squat, you probably don't want to do it. Very few people in the world really get fired up about performing a squat. So it's forcing yourself, kind of with anything in the gym, but it's really forcing yourself to do what most people will never want to do. And when you're doing that, when you're going through the fatigue, when you're going through the pain, when you're hitting those last reps where it's really hard, it's building, this is my opinion, it's building those new neural pathways in your brain where you're able to accomplish something that you don't want to do. And that trickles into other areas of your life, particularly in terms of discipline, because you're able to simulate that same type of action into different areas of your life, whether that's your job, whether that's relationships. I truly think that correlates into other areas. Number six is going to be power production. I talked about this a little bit before, but again, they increase our ability to jump. They increase our ability to produce power in multiple scenarios. And it's also going to help with other lifts. So as you do different types of lower body exercises, um, but I think power is really important. And it's probably in the general fitness world thought of something more like, oh, you need to be an elite athlete or you need to be um, a power lifter or something like that. But power is really important because it gives you the rest of your lifts and everything, kind of the, the driving push behind it. It is going to help, I think, overall have a healthier body. And again, whether you're a top-level athlete or you're just looking to age better and maintain health into long age, having power over time, again, is going to correlate with higher bone density, which we all know correlates with more longevity, longer lifespan. Uh, number seven, this is important, kind of, Bright branching off of this is it improves mobility. So I hinted at about this a little bit at the beginning of the episode, but as we age, it is crucially important that we have mobility, we have flexibility, and we have the ability to control our muscles. So squats improve mobility by requiring our joints to move through a bunch of different types of motion. And when we do it in the proper form, it improves our ability to efficiently get through these different types of motion in multiple positions. So when we have a back squat, when we have a front squat, um, and we, when we put resistance on this, um, it's actually pushing our body into positions we couldn't reach otherwise. So if you think about a back squat, you're actually forcing yourself probably a little bit lower than you might naturally be comfortably, which is going to help increase the joint flexibility of your knees and everything. And again, this is all with proper mechanics. It's not overloading the bar to a weight that you can't do. It's not doing with improper form. Number eight, this is going to be huge, especially if you're approaching fitness from a fat loss standpoint, it's going to ramp up fat burn. So the more muscle we have, obviously the more calories that we're going to burn during the day. And since the squat strengthens large part of our muscle groups, and actually probably more so than any other lift is require all of the energy production from your legs, from your core to your shoulders, everything like that, because it's such a compound lift, it actually kicks our metabolism up to help us burn fat. And when we do this, kind of like when you're doing high intensity interval training, or something like that that's really intense, you're actually boosting your base metabolic rate, your BMR, to have more calorie burn and more fat burn. So kind of counterintuitive, a lot of people think you have to cardio your way to losing fat, but before I would even look at any sort of cardio, I would be performing squats again because it's going to burn more fat in a shorter amount of time and help kick up your metabolism in a way that maybe jogging for 30 minutes or jogging for an hour can't do, that you can do in a compressed time with squats. Number nine is going to be help prevent injuries. And this also may seem a little bit counterintuitive. However, when you, and I have noticed this, when I have gone long periods, particularly lately, where there 
with no back squats. I feel like I'm more susceptible to injury because I'm not keeping my spine strong, because I'm not keeping my core strong. Now that may just be because I'm a long time experienced lifter, but I really think that if you are squatting properly and you're doing it properly, it's going to build all the cartilage and all the muscles around your crucial areas like your spine and everything. And again, this is with proper form and proper mechanics. Um, but you wanna make sure you're doing it properly. That's part of helping prevent injury. However, if you do do it properly, you're gonna build strength, which is also, again, going to strengthen all your tendons, all your muscles, and is going to help prevent injury over time. And again, whether that's you're an athlete, I think it's particularly important if you're an athlete to have strong muscles because you're going through contortions and different types of movements where you need to be conscious of that. But again, even as we age, it's going to help prevent injury. Number 10 is going to be strong joints. So along with preventing injury, strong joints are really crucial, again, especially as we age. Um, and our joints function best when they are being used all the time. So a lot of people, especially in the industrialized world that we live in, our muscles actually atrophy. So the fact that we are not as physically active is actually killing us, which seems counterintuitive because humans by nature are optimizing for the least amount of physical work possible because of conservation of energy. Um, but again, squatting is hugely important. And when you regularly squat, it's going to build the, not only the muscles, but the bones, tendons, and ligaments that make up our joints involved in squats and it forces our limbs again to move through multiple ranges of motion and again this is all said with a caveat that you are doing it with proper form uh, number 11 and this might not be everybody's thing but it does enhance sprint speed so if you're athletic or engaged in any sort of athletic pursuit or you're just a weekend warrior or you're just looking to take your performance to the next level it is actually going to help with speed which again is going to be something that over time is important for our bodies to at least, I think, maintain some sort of speed. I'm not saying you want to be a sprinter your whole entire life, but there is a argument to be made for having quick twitch muscle fiber and how that can correlate with overall health. Uh, number 12, and this is going to be one of the biggest things, is it supports and increases hormone production. And I am huge on this because when you are performing a squat, and I like to even squat a little bit on days that I might not be doing as much of a leg focus, but when you perform the squat, you're stimulating the biggest muscles in your body that produce testosterone. Again, this is if you are a man or a woman. And as opposed to maybe doing a bicep curl or something like that, a squat engages your whole body, and you're, you're getting blood flow, blood flow through your whole body, you're getting more blood flow to your brain, which is also in turn helping stimulate hormone production. So if you are looking to optimize your hormone production, which I think is the most important thing you can do in terms of overall health. I think that's a, one of the problems causing a lot of the chronic disease is people's hormone levels are not optimized. Right now, squatting is going to be one of the most important things. And I'm going to talk much more in detail about this in the future throughout many episodes. But just know that squatting is going to be huge from a hormone production standpoint and from uh, particularly a testosterone standpoint. And again, I think there's something also too with doing it in a free way as opposed with your actually having to balance it also helps with that hormone production. And then number 13, the last one is going to be support healthy posture. This kind of goes hand in hand with the joints and preventing injury. But if you're performing a squat mechanically properly, again, look at a lot of primitive cultures that over time are able to move well into old age to perform a full squat and can do it properly 
most of the time they're going to have better posture. So when you're engaging all of these muscles, when you're performing a squat and a movement that way, it's going to help your posture. And again, that might seem a little counterintuitive, but this goes under the assumption that you're doing it properly. You're doing it mechanically properly. You're not overloading the weight. It's going to help build all of your muscles, all of your tendons, all of your joints in a way that supports proper posture, which again, whether you're looking to be a better athlete, whether you're just looking to build muscle, lose fat, or just age gracefully, that's going to be one of the huge things that we have because our posture is going to be the basis for how we move throughout the world. And I'm not saying I'm an expert on posture by any means, but I do notice when I squat that it helps improve how I hold myself, how I carry myself, how I carry my whole entire body. So those were the 13 reasons why everyone needs to squat. If you listen to this whole thing, I want to say thank you so much. I am a big proponent, obviously, as you can see, of squatting. And if you have any questions about ways that you should squat, what types of squatting you should do, again, I hinted on all the different ones a little bit, but if you have any questions like that, what, how many reps should you do, things like that, definitely drop a comment, leave some feedback, and ask questions because there's a lot that I couldn't really cover in a short video because squatting is such a big topic. But I would be more than happy if you have any sort of questions like that to uh, kind of kick it back and see what you think. Or if you do, if you don't really squat that much, you can go try this and you notice a huge difference, as I do, in not only my physical performance, but my mental performance as well with squatting. Again, I think that's something that goes unsaid a lot uh, about exercising and particularly with squats is how big of an effect it can have on your brain as well as your body. So again, thank you so much for tuning in. Look forward to talking to you guys soon and I'll see you later. Peace.